Hi there, you're listening to the newly rebranded Commissioning Conversations. Hi and welcome to Commissioning Conversations. My name is Alice Redman and I'm a Senior Media Researcher for Broadcast Intelligence and today I'm joined by Emma Norton and Ed Guiney who are both Executive Producers at Element Pictures. So hi guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. First off, uh, congratulations on the successes of the show so far. It's got a lot of great reviews and it seems to be a wonderfully quite faithful adaptation of such a great great book how how are you feeling about all of it now it's out in the world hugely relieved I think is the simple answer obviously you know you work on something for such a long time and you hope that you've done a good job and people respond along the way but uh, there's obviously such a huge build of attention before the real world sees it and I guess with the book there's such huge fans of the book and like really committed Sally Rooney aficionados so we felt like we were going to be under scrutiny and uh, just to have it out there and for the bulk of the response to be really positive has been really really enjoyable and so if we kind of take this all back to the start how did you begin to kind of pitch this and adapt the book well we um we got the manuscript for the book in spring of 2018 when it went out to everybody went out to the world and we'd actually already been working on conversations with friends sally's first book um so i think we sort of had mixed feelings about our chances of getting uh, normal people. I, I suppose we thought maybe she mightn't want to have, you know, both her properties with one company. And, and part of me was hoping that I wouldn't like normal people for that reason, <laughs> uh, so that we could duck out of the competition. But uh, fortunately or unfortunately or whatever, anyway, we, we all read it and absolutely fell in love with it. We worked very closely with BBC, uh, particular Rose Garnet at the BBC. She read it at the same time. We gave the book to Lenny Abrahamson, who directed the first six episodes on his EP on the show and is a long-standing collaborator of ours. We've worked on all his films over the years and he's incredible and he absolutely fell for it. Because it was such a competitive environment, BBC basically said, well, look, on the basis of Lenny's interest, uh, you can go back to Sally and tell her that if you get the book, the show is greenlit. We promise to make it. So that was a very, very compelling argument to make to her. I mean, she was a huge fan of Lenny's anyway, so, you know, she was very well disposed, I think. and obviously we're an Irish company and it's an Irish story and all of that stuff. So we kind of felt we had a kind of some sort of claim to it by dint of that, although I'm sure others would disagree. But yeah, so we, we started in spring 2018, you know, with the great sort of knowledge that it was going to be made and we didn't have to jump through hoops. So that was very exciting. How were the initial conversations at the BBC? So was that just through existing relationships or did you bring things to them that they then said, if you get the rights, this is greenlit? How did that happen? I mean, we have a very long-standing relationship with them anyway, and we're in constant dialogue about projects. And when normal people came along, we all agreed that it was something worth going for. And together we went for it and got and got the rights and embarked on making it together. And I think... It's worth adding that Piers, Piers Vega was such a huge fan of the book as well and he, he was a genuine lover, he loved the story and I guess from the early meetings that we had with him it, it was clear that the getting it right for him would be a really important thing as well as getting it right for ourselves, you know, that could tell he was really invested in the story and also I guess because the book hadn't come out at that point but was going to be out imminently, there was a real desire to make the show quickly so it wasn't just that it was green lit but it was greenlit and get it made as quickly as you can you know, <laughs> you know which was also really motivating 
we sort of put a fire under us. And Hulu were also involved as an American production partner. How did they board the project and how was that process? They came on board much later in the process. So we started off with um, BBC in spring 2018 and we're on our way towards making it, but we very much wanted to have an American partner. So in, in spring 2019, a year later, we pitched the project, myself and Lenny Abrahamson with Sally on the phone, pitched the project to broadcasters and SVODs and streamers in the US. We, at that time, we, we were involved, we produced The Favourite, um, and we had a lot of Oscar nominations for that. So we were pitching it and um, just that weekend, two days before the Oscars that year. So it was, a, there was a kind of good, it was a good environment within which to be pitching the show, although people were phenomenally interested in it. And at that point, the novel had really established itself as something you know, extraordinary. But it was really on the basis of the novel, the pitch and the first screenplay that we we were kind of interested in. in um, it was on that basis that we were looking for a US partner. And we had a few people interested, but Hulu really kind of announced themselves as the most passionate and the people with whom we felt we had the kind of clearest sort of common understanding of how to go about it. And they've been amazing partners, Beatrice Springborn there. It's been a great, great experience with them. So you took the program over to Hulu in the United States. Was there any, what was the process involved with that? Who else was involved? Well, at that point, we obviously had BBC on board and we were kind of on the path to making it. We, we were very keen to bring a US partner on board. I mean, the book, you know, was on track to be a massive success in the US. Um, and Endeavour, we were working with Endeavour content, content as our international sales partner. And um, they helped us get the project to... Um, you know, most of the US kind of streamers and SVODs and broadcasters, and they kind of coordinated that and advised us, you know, through all of that. And they were also our international sales agent as well. So they've been the ones to sell the show internationally and they've done a, they've done a terrific job. We've loved working with them. And did Hulu have any changes that they wanted made perhaps for the American audience, any kind of other conditions as a production partner that maybe you hadn't thought about before it was brought up by them? It's an interesting question. I think it's something you expect an American broadcaster would have uh, slightly more assertive views on these things. But actually, Hulu were really, they were really in tune with the book and the fact that it was a, a story told in Ireland. And there were certain things we had conversations about with them to ensure they understood what they were reading, but they never pushed us to make something more explicit or expositional or kind of change a word. You know, there's a few quite specific bits of sort of Irish idioms that are in the series and Hulu never said, oh, our audience aren't going to get that, change it. They just went with the fact that the intention would be clear in the scene and that the words were interesting to people. So they were really... They're really open-minded, I think. And do you think that slightly because of the international drama booms really helped with accents and things for international audiences? Yeah, I mean, I think that one of the things, we all watch yeah, drama from all around the world, and I think being taken into a world that's really specific and authentic and gives you a new version of an experience, especially the moment any kind of form of escapism, even if it's real world escapism, is really interesting. And that authenticity is, so, is such a huge part of Sally's writing that it's kind of crucial to honour that in the adaptation as well. And in terms of adapting, how did that process look? Because obviously Sally was a writer, helped with the adaptation. So what was that process like? Did you begin with her on board or did she have second passes instead? Yeah, so we were really lucky that when the kind of project began, Sally was really interested in the idea of coming on board as a screenwriter and was kind of fascinated with the process. And obviously 
for us that was just such a great opportunity just to start with her and start breaking the story with her and finding how the ordering and all of those choices that you make at the beginning of an adaptation she was you know crucial to it all and gave us great guidance and so she then wrote the first draft of the first six episodes and then in the sort of spring of 2019 she was kind of keen to focus on her novel her next novel and so we brought in Alice Birch to work to continue the work on those episodes and continue working with Sally and then she went on to work right uh, further you know the rest of the series with Marco Rowe writing episode 11. We were really lucky I mean it's really you know it was, it was really interesting for Sally to hand over that responsibility the first time that somebody else wrote words for her characters to speak and the relief that we had when Sally first looked at the Alice's draft of you know one of her scripts and and endorsed it was so huge but I think Alice has an incredible knack of writing in Sally's voice and honoring the tone and the the style of the but that it never really felt like a new writer had entered into the scene. It was just the book kept being adapted. Throughout filming, was um, Sally Rooney involved or was that something that she kind of separated herself from? She's an executive producer on the show, so she's very much part of the, the conversation, certainly at all the key moments. When we were filming, she was, you know, she came to visit us a couple of times, but she was in New York for a large uh, part of that time, writing her new novel in New York. But she kept across rushes and, and, and crucially actually was very much part of the casting conversation, you know, kind of finding the Marianne and Connell to finding the, the actors to play those parts was was a massive massive kind of stage in the life of the production and she was all over that and very much part of it so at, at all the kind of key points she was present and then obviously when we got into post-production we were into looking at cuts and all that kind of thing she was very much a part of it yes not literally on set all the time but very much a presence in in the creation and the kind of brain trust behind making the show. And how much of a presence were uh, Hulu and the BBC during filming and also post? I suppose we spoke, spoke to them every week throughout it all, you know, they were on both sides really engaged with the process and in, you know, in sort of quite different ways. With Hulu, they're very, very engaged in kind of watching the cuts, feeding back notes, getting responses on the notes and it was always kind of intelligently delivered and then intelligently discussed and then if we didn't necessarily agree or, you know, eventually they would we would all sort of accept the version that we continued, you know, there was no kind of, um, it was all very thoughtful and positively offered. And then with BBC, I suppose we've got such a good relationship with them um, from all the other work we do with them, that there was a kind of constant conversation around anything that we needed and whenever we needed it. So it was very fluid. I mean, I guess the other thing to say is that they did also just let us go off and get on with it. <laughs> do you know, so that when we were, when there, were, when there was nothing to discuss, we didn't have to be uh, kind of, accounting for ourselves. The other person on the BBC side who was very uh, important is Tommy Bolfin, who yes, uh, yeah. Yeah, was uh, kind of a, one of the key commissioning executives there, who we worked very closely with alongside Rose Garnet and, and Piers Banger. And we, between the BBC and Hulu, was there ever anything where one had a slightly different opinion than the other and you had to kind of mediate between the two, as sometimes happens with co-producers? I mean, to be honest, they, they really trusted us. And I think also when you have a filmmaker of Lenny's stature in the middle of this and you have a writer and a book, uh, a writer like Sally and a book like normal people, I think at the end of the day, it's everyone's job to kind of honour that. And, and so, uh, you know, whenever there were kind of, you know, questions or suggestions or whatever, we just talked it out. And if it was a really good suggestion that felt like we should take it on board, we absolutely did. And if it was something that didn't feel completely right, then, you know, we'd very gently push back. I think we've been blessed, to be honest. I mean, I think, you know, you, you hear stories of 
very, very dysfunctional relationships between US and British co-producing partners or co-commissioning partners. But I, I think in this case, it was, and I'm not just saying it because we're here talking to you about it, but it genuinely was really constructive and very positive and everyone sort of felt like they were making the same thing. So we, we very rarely do we get into kind of any tetchy or confusing discussions in a way that surprises me actually. And I thought we would have, uh, it would have been much more difficult than, than it was actually. I think part of, I was thinking about this the other day, is like when you have a, a novel that is so, so complete and satisfying as, as normal people is, you know, if you were making up the story of normal people, so many of the story points might've got interrogated or picked apart or, you know, sent off in another direction. But because the story, because everyone knew that, for the most part, the story works. You know that those big decisions that often like commissioners might have different opinions on or you might get noted, you know, heavily noted about, all of that stuff wasn't really part of the debate. It was just making sure that everything got right, we got everything right, and that, that enough of the sub subtext was readable on screen. You know, so making sure that when we'd seen it lots and lots of times, then, you know, the, the commissioners would watch it. And if they felt that that little, those kind of, that truth wasn't coming up as well as we felt it. We just had to dig in more. So a lot of it is about pulling all of the depth of the material into the screen annotation. And did you notice any difference in the um, marketing at all? Because that's something that we hear a lot from producers, that the US marketing is so different. The trailers cut us so more revealing of the plot from what the UK version would be. We definitely, the, the, the two campaigns are really different. And um and it was it was really interesting to see those two things evolve. And I think really simple things like the Hulu trailer is much quicker. You know, like it's really it's really fast cut thing. And I think that you know they really know their audience and they know how people respond to information. And they do a lot of testing as well on all the materials that they they generate. But you know, to I don't know as a sort of slightly slow paced European, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, it's very fast. <laughs> but you know, you you know that it it, it really worked. And I suppose the sort of choice of imagery and those sort of things are very different. But somehow they both managed to create campaigns that feel, feel true to the spirit of the show and then their own channels. You know, obviously they've got such different kind of messages to put across about their own channel as well as the shows they put on it. So I mean, to, to be fair to both of them, they were also incredibly inclusive in discussions around the campaigns for, you know, both BBC did an incredible job and, and Hulu also did an incredible job. They really involved all of us in those and properly listened. And I guess in the same way that we felt that, you know, we really listened to them during the kind of production phase and the scripting and all of that stuff you know equally they really listened to us when it came to you know their bit which was selling the show and marketing it and even if we didn't quite get what they were at we kind of understood the rationale and you know in a way in America it's interesting kind of the class divide between the two characters is something they really lent into and also it's Irishness you know which which sort of is slightly counterintuitive because you, you might think that they'd actually wanted to kind of feel like more American and not necessarily other if that makes sense but they were really keen to lean into those things and and if that's what they felt you know they needed to do to sell the show that's okay by us and so you're also adapting conversations with friends so did that come about through normal people or it sounded like that came first maybe yeah it, 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 we actually had started developing that with uh, bbc films as a film before uh, normal people came about so we started started that with with rose garnish who we mentioned earlier and then when normal people came in it sort of very much announced itself as a piece for television we felt very strongly that it was a piece for television and started developing it and i think through developing and making normal people we then realized that actually the right way to do conversations you know properly uh, was as a piece for television and that that actually is the best way of kind of honoring the kind of 
the characters and the worlds and the stories that Sally creates, you know, that actually they, if, if they live much better in a kind of expansive kind of possibilities of, of a television version, if you like. And so, although we started with conversations of film, we then pivoted to television. And I think one of the great things about the BBC is that, you know, Rose and Piers and Tommy all work together, even though Rose is film and they're television and they all talk about stuff all the time. And so it was very easy to kind of go, well, this thing exists at the BBC, but what's the best way of making it? Okay, well, we were thinking it should be a film, but now actually on reflection, television seems the best way to go. And, and so we were all very seamlessly able to kind of lean into that possibility which which you know we all are very excited by and, and think is exactly the right way of doing it. And how far along in the process are you with that? Well we're all we're, the writers are writing you know um, so we started we were due to have a kind of writer's room storylining just as lockdown began the week of the week of lockdown so all of that then was a series of zoom calls where we all got to know each other. Alice Birch is writing on this series so you know she knows us we, we know we sort of know how she writes and how she thinks so that was a really nice kind of starting point but yeah the, the first drafts of the first six episodes will be coming through but in the next few weeks so it's really it's a really kind of joyful thing to have off the back of normal people finishing and incredibly uncertain times to know that we've got like more Sally Rooney to work with they're always just such juicy conversations you know the, the conversations with friends is a sort of it's a less obvious book in some ways you know it's not a kind of will they won't they love story it's something there's a lot to dig into it so you know when you're tucked away in your room at home to be on a call with lots of people going what do they mean <laughs> you know it's, it's good fun so that's where we are with that and again it's going to be 12 half hours that's the plan so we wanted to kind of use that structure because it served us so well and at the moment it's solely at the bbc but do you think you'll go to hulu again or look at other american broadcasters I mean, it, it's very early days in, in terms of that, 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 that side of things. So we're kind of happily working away with, with our friends at the BBC. And we certainly had a really good time with Hulu. You know, when you have that kind of relationship, it's something that you, you, you very much value. But we haven't really gotten into that, that side, side of things yet. So. Are you working with uh, Sally Rooney in the same way as well with the scripting or...? So Sally's on board as, as an exec for Conversation with Friends because at the moment she's really still focusing on finishing her next novel. So she's tucked away in, a, in the countryside in Ireland focusing on that. But again, she'll be crucial to all the conversations around the development of the scripts and we'll have a kind of constant conversation with Sally. And again, the further we go into production, the kind of the conversation will expand, you know, into the casting and all the rest. There's, there's often points where we... As a, as a group we'll get to the kind of question of we'll just ask Sally that you know because we'll all be kind of theorizing about what something might mean and uh, eventually she gets the casting vote just to tell us what it, <laughs> what it is. That's really interesting and you mentioned that the writers room has had to start virtually due to lockdown how are you as a company navigating everything that's been going on? A lot of this I mean a lot <laughs> yeah. of really a lot of zoom calls yeah it's weird I mean I like I you know, it's, it's, it, it's very, these calls are intense, you know, and we do a lot of them. I mean, we we're, were sort of, we have three films at different stages of post-production. One that we've had to put on hold, uh, Joanna Hogg's film, Souvenir 2, we've just had to put on hold temporarily because we, we can't continue to work on it at the moment. Um, but we didn't have, uh, we just finished production on normal people. So we were able to complete the post-production, kind of everyone working remotely and at our limits, our post house and Dublin did an incredible job sort of helping us navigate that and deliver the show to Hulu and BBC. And now we're just thinking about how we 
you know, get to make things at the other side of all of this. I mean, what, what, what's good about this time is that it is great in terms of development and having all these sort of conversations about conversations and other things, obviously, as well. But yeah, it's, it's I guess our minds are turning to, you know, how we actually make things, probably in a world where there isn't a vaccine and where uh, coronavirus is still a factor and, and how you work with that threat and risk in the air. And just to finish up, normal people is going to be a lot of people's quarantine box set there go to watch it's getting them through lockdown but i want to know what you guys are watching what dramas what tv you're watching to get you through lockdown um well i'm i'm watching the simpsons because we just got disney plus so i'm watching that with my son which is great it's so good um and there's lots of it and then late at night i'm i'm watching fada the israeli show on netflix um which is brilliant I'm really enjoying it. And I'm, my children have developed a, an obsession with Miranda off the back of watching The Big Night In. They think she's hilarious. So they make me watch an episode of Miranda every day. And I've actually never watched Miranda before. So that's that's new. And then I'm doing um, nostalgia watching. I've gone back to the start of Peep Show and uh, it just makes me feel so happy. So I'm watching Peep Show all the time. <laughs> so nothing new for now. <laughs> Wonderful. So thank you very much to both of you for being on Commissioning Chats today. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to Broadcast Commissioning Conversations. Don't forget to subscribe via any of the major platforms. We'll be back soon with more, but in the meantime, the latest commissioning briefs can be found on broadcastintel.com.